Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we are... We're still kind of dealing with the aftermath of the U.S. Open 2021. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you're on this mad high and then it's just like you just fall off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And that has basically been the week since the U.S. Open. We've had a couple little tournaments going on, but overall still trying to, uh, you know, just uh, just uh, deal with all the aftermath of what happened at the Open. So. Bryce, coming back to you, man. How has your week been? And uh, have you have you done any anything related to tennis this week? Anything uh, 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 sub, uh, sub, substantial, if you will? Well, you know what i I had to take a break from mm-hmm. tennis after the U.S. Open because mm-hmm. it, you know it was all day, every day, and uh, and although <laughs> it was good, it was like all right, I I, I can use a break here, and that's why I'm so glad we kind of had those two Buster tournaments last week, because, you (laughs) know, I was able to just keep my lazy eye on those because I I, I was like, okay, let me just see who's making it through, who made it to the finals, how they do. Okay. You know, good for them. So, um, no, I I actually took a little bit of a break from watching tennis uh, uh, last week and it was good. So now I am recharged. I am ready to go. There you go. We we have slightly above Buster level tournaments this week, but (laughs) slightly. Right, right. So you know we you know we got we got a five hundred level tournament for the women, and we got a catch all for the people who weren't picked for the Labor Cup, and (laughs) you know, and then you know we got the real tennis that hits this weekend. This Friday, exactly. This weekend is going to be straight popping, y'all. So get ready, get your little popcorn ready, because man, <laughs> there's going to be some fireworks popping off in Boston. <laughs> yes. So, but before we get there, yeah, that's right. Uh, let's let's acknowledge what happened last week. And we um, in the first, we had two women's two fifty tournaments. The first one was in Luxembourg, yes. and we had mm-hmm. the upstart. Clara Towson uh, take out a, a Grand Slam champion. We can refer to her like that. Well, she is. That's that. Uh, Yelena Ostapenko. <laughs> Ostapenko. I love seeing her name. Um, yes, and, and what's interesting is you know Ostapenko. Once again, we we've seen that she can she can hit the ball, and when she's on, she is absolutely on, and when she is nervous or a little bit off. I mean, she could take out folks in the first, in the first row. Um, and, and I think she got to the final and quietly, I, I really was, I really had thought that, you know, this was going to be Ostapenko's tournament simply because Clara came out with a major strapping on her, on her upper thigh. And mm-hmm. so when I saw that, I was like, all right, well, you know, Ostapenko probably going, you know, probably going, going, going to run things here. Right. And man, please, I, <laughs> Clara Towns was she. She was like, "Ain't nobody scared no Ostapenko. <laughs> I, I can have this wrap on my leg. You better understand it. It is not going to worry me whatsoever." And I think this is what goes into what's interesting about Ostapenko and her game, because I don't think that she has that 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 kind of Plan B or that that other game that that kind of winning ugly, if you will. 
You know, because if to me, if I'm seeing somebody mm-hmm. with a big old strapping up on the top of their leg, and you know, Clara Towson, Towson is, is, I mean, she's, you know, she, her her movement is suspect anyway. So for me, I guess my whole strategy right. would have been, well, I'm a mover. I'm I'm gonna see if I can move her and do some things and junk it up a little bit to see just how tender that upper upper thigh is. But um, but that's not a game that Ostapenko either has or is willing to play. Right. I mean, to be able to do that, you have to be able to control the direction on the ball and <laughs> ensure that it lands within the lines appropriately. And so that just might be a little bit outside of Ostapenko's reach. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, you kind of hit that one right on the head there, sir. <laughs> yeah. So as oh, you said, Tossin was like, I am not worried about you, not one bit you nor your fluky French Open. So um <laughs> but shout out to Tossin because that was that her first title? Yeah. No, number two. No, she number got two. one last year. So she won Luxembourg, she won Lion last year. Um and then and then that was that's kind of what threw her on the scene. So she likes them L tournaments. So if she's if she's in a tournament that begins with an L, y'all better watch out. Um so yeah, she's got two. What? Well, who she can talk to about stopping taking them L's in finals is FAA. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she needs to sit him down real quick and be like, this is how you do it. This is how you do it, right? <laughs> and Price, you know what's so funny, though? The You mentioned that. And I was just kind of looking at things because, of course, we've got the whole race to uh, whatever the championship finals are for both the women and the men. And I was mm-hmm. actually looking at the other one for the next gen. And I didn't even realize and recognize Felix is actually still eligible for the next gen finals. He's actually leading the race. I had no clue. He, he And the funny thing is, is that he, well, you've got a couple of, well, at least him, at least, who yeah. he's number 10 in the regular race. Yeah, well, he and Yannick Sinner, yeah, both of them both are of in them. both of them. Yeah, and they ha- they're contending for both. I mean, really, it's crazy. Right. I, I di- for whatever reason, though, I just you know because you, when you look at Felix again, the the teenager vibe or or just it just doesn't flow with him because he's just, he's a big man and he just he looks like he is an adult. And so I just sort of aged him apparently because <laughs> when I saw his name, right. I was like, wait a minute, is that a typo? I was like, no, Felix actually is still eligible for that yeah. next gen. That is so crazy. Yep. So he should be playing in one of the two year in yep. uh, finals. Him and yep. Yeah, uh-huh. they might be eligible for both. And and that's something that we should have some fun talking about as well is this whole race to, you know, the championships, because I, I feel like looking at it, there are there are a couple spots that can go to probably a good four, if not six individuals. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, Indian Wells is going to be critical. It, it, absolutely, bro. Absolutely, going to be critical. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. So we're going to have some fun talking about that, folks. We're gonna we're gonna definitely uh, dig into that more and and have more chit chat about who's going to make the year ending championships. <laughs> so let's talk about the other tournament from last week, which was yes. in Slovenia, and we had the final of. One of our favorites, Ali Risk, back from injury. Yes. You know, Ali Risk. Yes. Shout out, Miss Risk. Shout out. Um, and she was playing Jasmine uh, Paolini, who is a yes. sister from Italy. 
And Paolini was like, you don't look like you fully ready to come back yet. Um, <laughs> let me give you this tiebreaker and this whole biscuit. And uh, she snagged her first 250 title. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Kudos to her for that victory. And I mean, for both ladies, to be honest with you, because you know yeah. how big of a fan I am of Ali Risk. I just love that young lady. And I should say Ali Risk Amitraj because she's in the Amitraj family. Shout out to Prakash. Yeah. Um, and Steven, for that matter, her husband. And um, so mm-hmm. I was really happy to see her back playing, like you said, playing healthy um, and playing good tennis to make a final of a 250 is a great result for Ali Risk. But Paolini just, she was not to be denied. And, and it was really nice to see her uh, lift up her, her maiden title. So that, that, that's just really, really, it was a good story all around in my opinion. Absolutely. So shout out to both uh, Paolini and to uh, Tawson for, for racking up those titles last week. Now, absolutely. moving into this week, we have... Um, yes. <laughs> A 125 in Columbus, Ohio, of all places. And Mm. (laughs) we actually have a 500 uh, level tournament. So we'll start in Columbus. And yes, let's go ahead and get that one going. Yeah. And these are basically, you know, people that are coming in off the sick and shut in list. Uh, <laughs> trying try, try, try to get their way back around them. So you got, you know, the top seed, Ann Lee, you know, um, yes. and she's in the tournament. Um, you have, uh, interesting, you had uh, our friend to the show, um, Jamie Loeb in there. Yes. But she took the yes. strong beat down from Haley Baptiste. Yeah. Haley Baptiste is like, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling kind of good about my game right now. <laughs> right. I'm not impressed with anybody from the Macro Academy right now. Um, so that that was interesting. But we have Asia Muhammad also in the tournament. That's uh, right. Katrina That's right. Scott unfortunately lost in a third set tiebreaker in the first round. Uh, Lauren Davis, American, is Davis, in here yep. uh, working mm-hmm. her way through. Uh, frying pan. We got there. frying pan. Madison Bringle. Madison Bringle, who uh, yep. got through on a retirement. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we'll, you know, we'll keep our side eye on this one. You know, <laughs> we just to see yeah. what happens. Just to see what. Yeah, happens. I, I probably will lose interest once Coco Vandeweghe loses, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did want to shout out the doubles because, uh, once again, friend to the show, uh, Jamie Loeb, she's playing with uh, Asia Muhammad. Nice. So that's a nice pairing. So, you know, hopefully maybe they can pull that one through. Fingers crossed, man. That would really be good because, you know, we know Asia Muhammad has some solid, solid doubles uh, skills and prowess. So it would be nice for her to get back in the winning circle from that standpoint. And like you said, friend of the show, we always want the best for Jamie Loeb. So hopefully she can do some things. I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Haley Baptiste, though. I, I'm hoping that this can be a tournament where she can show out a little bit. Because I do remember a couple months mm-hmm. back when we saw her, she actually looked like she was, you know, trying to do some. So it'll be nice to right. see if post-U.S. Open, if she's really you know, if she still has that same spirit and that same drive and can produce, you know, produce some good results. Cause I, I really think that she has a good opportunity here. If, uh, you know, um, yeah, if she applies, you know, her, her, her true game, if you will. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I totally agree with you. 
Um, so anyway, shout out Columbus, Ohio. They got that going out, out going on this week. Um, the other yeah. one is in Czechoslovakia, uh, Ostrava, which is, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, where Ivan Lindel is originally from. Uh, I, I have to look it up later, you know, but I want my props if I got that right. Um, but this one is actually a pretty good tournament because just running down the top eight seeds, you have uh, Swiatek, yeah. Kvitova, Bencic, Sakari, Pavlachenkova, Kerber, Rabakina, and Muhova. Now, Muhova, I believe, mm-hmm. withdrew, right? And yes. I and so, so that yes. moves, uh, you know, Badosa, who's the number nine seed, up to really, I guess, like technically the eighth. Um, so. Right. I, I just wanted to, I'm looking at the draw here, just to make sure I said that right. I'm not seeing Muhova in the draw, right? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, these are some pretty good names here uh, in this tournament. And we still have, in terms of people not seated, Ali Risk, who just made, you know, the finals. Uh, we have Kanju uh, in there, yep. Ostapanko, who just, mm-hmm. once again, she's the other person who lost in the final uh, this past week. Um, so there's some 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 good right. folks in here. Uh, I was surprised that Contivate wasn't uh, wasn't um, um, uh, in the rankings. You know what I mean? I just for whatever reason, I got, I thought her ranking was high would have been high enough to get her a seed, but uh, apparently not. She had to play the first round, but she did get through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she has to, you know, play more than you know just the the majors, you know, right? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, to keep that going, but so yeah, so I mean, just kind of like, what are you thinking here for a five hundred level tournament? Are we basically thinking the top four seeds are going to come through? Uh, well, I tell you what, though, Bryce. First of all, they got a popcorn match that first round with Cooter and uh, Rabakina. So that's that's one I'm actually looking forward to seeing who's going to come out of that. And I feel like whoever comes out of that has an opportunity to potentially stretch whatever seed they're going to play, which will be Sviatek in this case. Right. I don't, but, you know, to be honest, Okudin really hasn't been hitting on all cylinders lately. She has not. She's definitely been more in the doubles. I wonder if the double disappointments that she's had is kind of affecting her singles a little bit because it does seem like when she wasn't able to kind of, you know, get it done in the Grand Slam finals and, and, and didn't, you know, didn't get a medal. I, I, I wonder if some of those things may, may have taken a little bit of a toll. Because you're right. I think it bleeds over into singles, whether you have success right. or failures. And you're right. Her, her, her life has not been as shiny as it was earlier in the year. That is for sure. Right. I mean, I think if, if you just even look at the seeds, of the possible pairings of the quarters, Sviatek mm-hmm. versus Rabakina, you know, Sakari right. versus Pavlachenkova, Bedosa yeah. against Bencic, which I think could be mm-hmm. really good. Fire. And, and mm-hmm. Kerber versus Kvitova? Yeah, but don't think, don't sleep on Joe Teichman. <laughs> <laughs> Teichman might be like, wait a minute, sis. I might, we might have to contend for the lefty swing title. Let me tell you what, Angelique is like, you know what? I lost my last lefty competition to that daggone Layla Fernandez. Uh, right. and no. <laughs> I am not trying to lose. To no, <laughs> Joe Teichman, take this beat down with your sore foot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, who was that who ran Jill Teichman out of her shoes? 
<laughs> a couple weeks ago. I forget who that was. Yeah, who was that? Yeah, somebody already ran her out of her shoes once. You know, she ain't got nothing for Angelique Kerber. That is very true. Yeah, and Angelique is having a really, really good season. Talk about resurgence. So yeah, you're you're right about that. Right. So, um, so yeah, no, those would be some amazing um, quarterfinal matchups. Do you have any predictions of who you think might make it to the finals? Man, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, Sakari is just, is, is, you know, I feel like she's, she's probably going to come, come, come back and, 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 and get right after that U S open disappointment. So, I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if I saw her in the final and I'm looking down below as to who she might play. You know, I, I tell you what, though, you know, I, I still believe there's a little bit of that gold gold metal glitter that's hanging around benches. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Right. So I think yeah. I'm just going to call a soccer bench final. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can, I can, I can do that. If I was going to stretch it, I, I agree yeah. with you with the soccer up top. I think she's going to make it through, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I continue to keep my good eye on Bedosa. Yeah, and right. um, yep. now, but my my only question would be: Could Bedosa get through Benchich and Kavitova? And Kavitova and or right. Kerber right. and or Kerber, right? Yeah. So yeah. that might be a little much to get through. That this this is actually a pretty good tournament here. It really is. I, I I mean, it really, really is. I mean, you've got a lot of names that aren't in here. But again, this this to me, it goes to the women's, you know, game. I just think that there are so many top performers that you're always going to get a tournament that's going to really have some nice matchups. Um, and because I remember, you know, we were doing the Daily Show and Dare was kind of going off about, oh, they, there's no, you know, solid number one and solid number two. I actually find it to be a very good thing in my eyes. I, right. I just think there are so many good matchups. I mean, because think about it. You don't got Muguruza in here. You ain't got Sloan in here. You ain't got Coco Golf in here. There's so many other players that are in the mix that, you know, again, on any given day, there's just so many different matchups that you really can enjoy on the ladies' side. So I personally think the ladies' tour is right. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I I I think both tours are popping right yes. now, actually. Yes. And uh, I mean, you know, tennis is good when you be getting into the doubles draw. So. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's popping. By the way, before we move off of this tournament, I did just take a peek, a peek on the yes. Internet of things. And I saw that mm-hmm. Yvonne Lindell was born in Ostrava. So give me my. Right. Yeah. Go ahead with your props. Give, give Bryce his props. Give my people. flowers right now. There you go. Get your flowers. That's pretty. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty good, you know? Because I don't know where anybody's from except for Roger Federer. So, you know, <laughs> right. and of course the Williams sisters. So that's about it. Everybody right, else, right, you ask me their hometown, I'll be looking at you with some, <laughs> with some confusion. That is all you need to know, my friend. <laughs> Um, so let's, okay. So let's continue to look at this week. Now let's jump over to the men's side of things. Yeah. Let's look at the fellas. So we have two, two fifties going on. And the first Mm -hmm. one is Mm -hmm. in Metz, France, um, where, you know, there's some decent names in here. So in terms of the siege, we have Mm -hmm. Perkich, Mm -hmm. um, we have, uh, Karina Busta, Monfils. Demonior, right. mm-hmm. Sonego, yep. Umber, Hatchinoff, and Basilishvili. 
Right, right. So that's that's a pretty good lineup. You know, uh, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I think it's it's a pretty, pretty solid, you know, draw. Again, I feel like the men's draw or the men or men's tennis is, again, very similar to um, um, on the ladies side. There's just a lot of different matchups that can really, really be interesting. So, um, yeah, I, I, I fully expect Hercotch to kind of step up and, and, and do some do some things. Um, but hey, let's what I'm most interested in, if I'm being very honest with you, of course, is I want to see if Mofis mm-hmm. is still on, on on his game. I mean, I feel like he's he's progressively been showing yeah. more and more of of that good tennis that he, you know, that we saw in 2020 and at the beginning, excuse me, of 2020. And so he may not be there completely. But I feel like he is definitely making good strides to get there. So I'm really curious to see if, if how he comes about. And the only other person would be Andy Murray, because Andy Murray is is, you know, vibranium hip or titanium hip or whatever it's called. He's yeah. still out there trying to get it done, Bryce. And it's just so it's so awesome to see. I, I love Andy, Andy Murray. And, and I'm hoping that he continues to, you know, just do his thing and, 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 and you know, do do what you do. That you know. So anyway, that's me. yeah. And his first round, and his first round matchup against Dumbear is a winnable match for him in terms of a matchup standpoint. Yep. Uh, so that yeah, very interesting. So how do you see this one going? <sighs> this one's a bit tougher, if I'm being really, really honest with you. So if I'm looking, I, I, are we talking quarters? Uh, no, let's shoot it up to semis. Okay. Um, I would say I, I, I am going to call, call um, Hubie. I'm going to call her catch to make it, make it to those finals. Okay. Um, I mean, make it to the semis. Okay. And um, I'm trying to think who would be his, for whatever reason, the draw. I'm, so <laughs> I'm looking at the, the draw, trying to figure out who would fall in his little section um cuz cuz he's he would be you know what yeah i'm i'm going to i'm going to call hatchinoff mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right i'm going to call hatchinoff because i think i think that he he should be able to to work his way through there i mean you know andy i think it will be hubie and andy but i think hubie will take andy murray out but yeah, I think I might have to call uh, Karen Hatchinoff up 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 up, up there as well. Uh-huh. And then on the bottom half, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stick with Mofis. I'm I'm gonna stick with Mofis, and I'm gonna put him against uh, PCB. Okay, How about okay. you. Who, who are you thinking? Um, now you know what I'm. I'm gonna make this real easy. So I agree with you. With all that, so I'm not going to change. I'll say the same for people. But I am praying, I am praying that in this first round match, Davidovich Fokina beats uh, Simone because who needs to see Davidovich Fokina Mm. play Basilishvili in the next round is me. (laughs) Why is that? Why do you need those two to play? Because those are two Bryce JV squad (laughs) players. Ah, good point. Very good point. I got yeah. two JV squad players, so I need to. I, I, I you know, we, we're working on a pecking order. 
right? <laughs> and, and right now, Basile is really, you know, up up top, you know, but here's an opportunity. Uh-huh. Remember on the, on the tennis team, when you wanted to challenge someone to move up on the roster, yeah, this would be the Vitovich Fokina challenging Basilis Vili for his spot. For his spot. On a JV squad. <laughs> so anyway, I nice. didn't see that happen. Nice. But whoever wins that, that I want to see take the beat down by Monfils. Yeah, I was about to say, hopefully you, you yeah, that's right. Because Monfils is still our ultimate, you know, he is on the squad. So we want him to do, do well right. and go as far as he possibly can. So now for the finals, I believe it's going to be a hatching off PCB final yeah. although yeah. i want it to be monfils against any of them look damn france monfils need to step it up and i was about to say quietly yeah monfils might get that spirit back if you know because you know he loved playing in front of his home crowd too yeah yeah so he need to go ahead and just step it up and take this title so we can be excited about it so we can be excited about it exactly right so, so we can what? be hyped going to indian wells exactly Yes, because folks, we will be at Indian Wells. Just, just uh, to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so uh, yes. that would be awesome if Monfils could grab him a title and then come to Indian Wells spirited. That to me would be the ideal. But he's got an uphill climb to beat PCB and be Hubie. That that would be a tough ask. But he, of course, can do it. He has the talent. In fact, he is by far the most talented player in this draw, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, it's oh, yeah. just whether or not he's playing on all cylinders. And if he is, he'll win. Right, right. Yeah. So that is going on in France, while the other tournament we have happening on the men's side is happening in Kazakhstan. And here, that's right. the top seed is our guy, uh, uh, a varsity <laughs> squad member of Bryce's team, Aslan Karasev. Yes. So, you know, here's an opportunity where this is the first time where he's been the top seed of a main uh, level tournament at the ATP. And really, there's nobody yes. in here he shouldn't yes. be able to beat. Uh, there's a, there's an ex-Bryce JV Correct. player, Lavovich, on here. But, you know, there's a reason why he's ex. <laughs> and and Why yeah, there, and, huh? and Bublik. I mean, <laughs> you know, this would be a good test for him to, to, to go through and to win this tournament. I absolutely agree with that completely, because to me, there should be really no one in here that should overly stress him. But at the same time that I say that, Bryce, that also is what concerns me. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Because he seems to get up to playing the big names and really pulling those upsets. But again, we've seen him take some really, really peculiar peculiar losses. And that is what kind of concerns me here. Yeah. He's had a minute of a break, if you will. Um, so hopefully yep. that means mm-hmm. that he's refreshed and he's kind of back on all cylinders. And and in truth, he should win this title. He should not have any issues with anybody in this draw. But again, while I say that, I would not be surprised if he got up instead. And the one, and believe it or not, the person that I would be nervous for for mm-hmm. him say would it. be be that Ivashka. See, me and you, we always on that same page. Because when I saw that yeah. name in his quarter, I'm like, Ivashka's been showing up. He's been showing up and showing out. So he might yeah. be somebody that honestly might get up in here and take this title because he is the hot guy right now for sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so we got, you know, we're sending good vibes to Aslan. 
And, yes, you know, healthy, he, hopefully he can come to Indian Wells with his second title of the year underneath his belt. That's right. That's right. Hopefully if he applies himself, he can. But, uh, yeah, he's, it definitely ain't going to be a gimme. That's for sure. No, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, people, that's what's happening on the tour in terms of the main tournaments um, for this week. And, of course, we'll be back next Monday to, to share with you the results of those. But the most exciting tennis that is happening this week is happening in Boston, Mass. And it starts on Friday, yes. and it is the fourth edition of the Labor Cup. That's right. And, uh, right. It's, uh, you know, Isaac, how excited are you for the Labor Cup this year? I, I tell you, folks, I mean – it, it, you know, Bryce and I have talked about this Labor Cup on on just since its inception. This is such a cool tournament, just format wise, with how they play their matches, how many points they give per day. Just there's there's just a lot that goes into the formatting, and I just feel like matches are good. All matches are good throughout uh, Labor Cup, so I am I am just super excited for this tournament to to start, my man. How about you? What are your thoughts on this tournament? Um, you know, I'm excited, too, because here's the interesting thing. Every year, and for those of you that don't know, the Labor Cup is basically tennis's version of golf's Ryder Cup. So they form two teams. One is Team Europe, so players that are from Europe, and apparently half of Russia is in Europe. Um, and <laughs> the other team, the other team, the other team is Team World, and so that means every other country, players from every other country that you know is not Europe. Um, and so what ends up happening is the way that the teams are selected is they go by rankings for there are six players that make the team, uh, the main team, and the first three that are invited or they just go strictly by the rankings and then they keep going down the rankings until they have three accepts. Once they have those three accepts, then the captain of the team can handpick the other three members of the team. It doesn't matter what they're ranked. And then also the captain has, which they just Mm -hmm. did recently they have the ability to select an alternate so that if anyone gets hurt or can't play, that they step, they step in and take their place. Um, and a lot of times this can be strategically done. You'll see on the very last day, if there needs to be a certain matchup, somebody might be all of a sudden hurt on a squad and the alternate comes in. <laughs> and uh, so let's do this. Right. Let's introduce the teams to everyone. So we'll start with Team World. They are currently Mm -hmm. 0-3. Each year, it looks like they're going to get blown out by Team Europe, but it ends up being a pretty competitive uh, competition somehow. Absolutely. Um, The captain Mm -hmm. for Team World is John McEnroe, and his vice captain, naturally, is his brother, Patrick. Um, And the three players that made the team based upon ranking were Denis Shapovalov, Diego Schwartzman and mm-hmm. Felix Auger Aliasin. Then the three people that were selected by John were started off with a couple of Americans, of course, Raleigh Opelka and John Isner. 
And he also selected Nick Kyrgios because Isaac, mm-hmm. what one thing we know is when it comes to the team competitions, yes, Nick will show up. Absolutely. Show up. And then recently selected as the team world alternate is Jack Sock. So it's kind of like, if it gets tight on day three, something tells me Jack Sock somehow is going to find his way into that doubles lineup. <laughs> exactly. Just saying. Exactly. Just, Just saying. saying. Just saying. Because those are some points. So, so Isaac, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Team World? You know, I mean, you know, there, there's definitely some, 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 some. I don't want to say gaps, but you know, there. Are, it's it'll be interesting of the matchups. I mean, funny enough, I'm I'm just really interested to see how they will step up as it relates to the team concept. How will Fe- right. someone like Felix, who, you know, again, hasn't had the, his best results in finals, really hasn't had that good of a record against the top 10. How will Felix do when he's got a Nick Kyrgios on the, on the bench, you know, yelling for him and rooting him on and pushing him? Because we know how animated Nick gets. Um, and, as well as right. Jack Sock, quietly. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just makes me wonder, is that going to help and or hinder? And I honestly think it's going to help. I really, really okay. think he is going to, he's going to be able to feed on that energy. And I feel like with immediate coaching from like a McEnroe, I, I just, I honestly feel like this is going to do him well. Now I'm, now I'm going to be honest with you. And I know that you'll feel differently about this because I know this is, you know, one of your guys and you root for him. And don't get me wrong, I I like him and I root for him as well. But I wonder if that won't have the reverse effect with Shapovalov. I Ooh, wonder if I he may, gets may, right. nervous. I don't know why I feel differently about the two Canadians, but I just feel like Felix is going to be able to, you know, really take in that energy that's coming from the bench. Whereas I just don't know about Chapo. I wonder if that's going to be a little bit too much for him because he always already plays with a lot of big level of excitement and everything. So will all of the stuff coming from the bench, you know, kind of throw him off. I don't know. I, I'm just so very curious about this team, Bryce. I'm curious about the serve bots. I'm ser- I'm curious about Riley Opelka. Um, you know, John has played on the team before, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has. And, you know, John actually has shown up and he's played some really good tennis in Labor Cup. So it'll be right. interesting to see, you know, does he step up and just be like, I'm seven foot. <laughs> right. you know, how about this? Whereas, you mm-hmm. know, but then again, if they put him against Daniil, Daniil's like, you know, I, I, I see your seven foot and I raise you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody, <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of you, you. right? <laughs> come on, sir. Come on. So I am just so, bro, I am so intrigued about this Labor Cup. So anyway, I know that you asked me about the uh, team world. I feel like it's a good team. I do feel like it's a very okay. good team. Um, I do feel like Nick Kyrgios is going to do Nick Kyrgios, and he will step up. And he's going to play some great tennis. I just mm-hmm. feel like he will just simply because – that this is his thing. This is his deal. He likes this atmosphere. So I, 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 I like you said, we always think they're going to get blown out, but I, 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 I give world a little bit of a shot. I really do. How about yes. you, bro? Tell me your feelings on team world. I, I understand everything that you've said. Um, I, 
The one thing I would say about Shapovalov, though, and I get where you're coming from about, you know, him being, you know, a little D to D when it comes to uh, the, <laughs> to to the pressure. Um, and he's not he's a veteran of Labor Cup as well. So at least right. he has Very been true. here, done that before. He knows what it's all about. He may have a little more more comfort right. there. Um, this was probably about as strong of a team as McEnroe could pick. But as we're getting ready to see, mm-hmm. um, mm. it's um, they <laughs> look. McEnroe told us himself when we were in New York. He said this is going to be an uphill challenge. And 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 what That's that right. means is we take a look at Team Europe, and they have the team mm-hmm. captain of Bjorn Borg, and his vice captain is yeah. Thomas uh, Inquist. Now I'm gonna just step out here and say yeah. before I even list the six people on um, Team Europe, all six of their players are in mm-hmm. the top ten. I'm just. I, wait, I'm, I'm gonna say that again for the person in the back that wasn't really listening to me. <laughs> All six of their players are in the top ten, and the four players in the top ten that are not on the team are Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, and Team. All right, <laughs> so we're gonna start with that. the The first three players that made it based upon ranking are Daniil Medvedev, Stefano Tsitsipas, and Alexander Zverev. And then Bjorn Borg said, well, let's just keep it going through the top 10 and, <laughs> and let's grab Andre Rublev, Matteo Berrettini, and Casper Root. Right, right. Right. And then recently they just added as their alternate Feliciano Lopez, mm-hmm. which once again, if doubles gets tricky at the end, right, very right. strong doubles player there. Uh, so yeah. what are your thoughts about Team Europe? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, what more can you say? I mean, my goodness. It's like, you know, six of the top 10, you just can't get much better than that, to be honest with you. But what I will say is this. Um, If Mm -hmm. they do have some some small, you know, crevice, if you will, (laughs) I think it would be with Casper Rude. Now, if you put, if to me, if you put one of the, one of the seven footers or Nick Kyrgios against Casper Ruud, you know, I, I'm probably going to give World the edge in that in that matchup because again, right. Ruud is Mr. Clay. He has done back to back to back clay court tournament t- wins, so we know he's his prowess on clay. Now, hard court though, I, I do feel like he's a bit susceptible to to the upset. So in those particular matches, I think that McEnroe brothers are going to have to really you know, capitalize on that and, and, and make sure that they're getting those points for those matches. Now them other five. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they going to do. Bro. I don't know. <laughs> Cause I tell you what. Team Europe. Team Europe's going to be like, you can pick the lineup every day. Whatever you feel like. Every day. Pick whatever you feel like. Go and pick it. We, we, we will give you that. <laughs> Cause we gonna come out swinging, and, and I, <laughs> bro, I'm sorry. I just, I just do not with them five. I, I, I struggle with how they gonna lose in singles. Now doubles, I, I do feel right. like I, right. I will give the doubles edge to world 
especially given that Sock is on on the on the on the team now too. Now I will give I will give the edge to them as an alternate. Um, yes, as an alternate. As an alternate. Yeah, because in truth, I mean, you really do not hear of Daniil and or uh, Stefanos playing much doubles. Zverev may have may play may have played a little bit, not too much. Of course, Rublev was partnering with Karen Hatchinov, which, funny enough, Hatchinov is not on on the on the on the team. Um, but I kind of get why you want to mix it up a little bit. Don't make sense to have right. all the Russians up on the team, um, right? Especially since you put them on Europe anyway. <laughs> exactly. Quite, right. right. Yeah. Go listen to a previous episode. <laughs> Just listen uh, exactly. So anyway, Bryce. Yeah. I, but but yeah. do you know what though? But let me yeah. interrupt you for a second. Sissy Pass yeah. has shown himself to be a pretty good doubles player, and he actually has played quite a bit in the last year with his brother. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did play with his brother. Yeah, that's right. so that's right. Um, because they were preparing, I believe, for the Olympics or whatever. So uh, he's, right. he's right. actually, I think when I look at that team, he's actually one of the better doubles mm-hmm. players on that team. Yeah, I guess I just look at it from the standpoint of like an Isner, a Sock, a um, Curious. Oh, yeah, they're the better I, I ones. See, yeah. yeah, I see them having a better, you know, I just see them being a better double squad right. you know, than, mm-hmm. than, than uh, Europe. But like I said, from a single standpoint, like you said, bro, they, they, can, they, can, they, can, they, can, they can let World pick the lineup. It just really does not even matter. Right. They're going to come out swinging regardless. So let's talk about the format here. So it is a three-day event. And each day, there are four matches. There are three singles matches, and then there is one doubles match. Now, with each team, each player on the team, and we're not talking about the alternate, but each of the six people on the team, they have to play uh, at least one singles match across the first two days. No player can play more than two singles matches across the three days. And no doubles team pairing okay, right. can be used more than once unless you get down to the very end. And I think it's, it's tied like 12-12 or 13-13 or whatever, you know, whatever the tie is. If they're all tied up at the end, then you can use whatever for that, that tie break situation. You can use whatever pairing that you want. Now, the way that the pairings go is for Friday, the first day, both okay. team captains submit blindly what their lineup is. So they have no idea what order the other team is putting their players. They just put their players in their order, right? Um, then the second day, Saturday, well, mm-hmm. what happens is okay. whoever's the home team, so home team would be Team World this year, they get to choose whether or not they want to do the lineup on Saturday mm-hmm. or Sunday. I don't, you would just assume they would pick Sunday, right? So we're going to okay. say on Saturday, right, right. Team right. Europe will pick the lineup. And what that means is Team World will submit to Team Europe, this is the order of my players. And then Team World has an opportunity, I mean, Team Europe mm-hmm. has an opportunity to place whatever players they want against those people. Uh, then it flips the following day. So then Team Europe would mm-hmm. submit submit their lineup and Team World would have the opportunity of placing their players against who they want to. Um, on the first day, all four matches are worth one point. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. Saturday, all matches are worth two points. 
And then on the final day, Sunday, all matches are worth three points. And it's crazy because mm-hmm. what's so exciting about that scoring is, heck, after the first day, one team could be up four to nothing. You know, and real quick, at the end of day two, that could be real tight again because, you know, they're worth two points. And then day three can just go out the window with, you know, three points per match. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know, for one, I am going to be glued to – I mean, this is probably the only event that I watch all year that I watch every single match. Absolutely. Uh, uh, ditto, bro. Ditto. Watch every single match, every point. I lock in. So, yeah, next weekend, pretty much, yeah, it'll be, I'll be a homebody for the most part because I want to see these matches. I want to see who's going to step up. It's going to be so intriguing, y'all. It, it's going to be good. Right. And, and you know, I was talking uh, to somebody the other day and I said, you know, obviously you like to say Team Europe definitely looks to be the favorite. Um, but Team World has a chance, and and Team mm. World, they're the kind of play. They have the kind of team where they will need to play their A game and have Team Europe be kind of on their B game. Uh, because if they are both on their A game, Team Europe wins. If Team Europe, first of all, if Team Europe is on the A game, they win. Mm-hmm. Period. Right. 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 Uh, <laughs> but you know, Team World has got to hope that Team Europe spends some time at the B level or less, <laughs> and right. you know, and they play their back out to win. Um, you know, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So I guess what I'm asking you, Isaac, what's your prediction? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. So, so I agree with you, Bryce. I do think that at the end of the day, team Europe will take this victory, but I tell you what, who I see as being a little bit suspect, I'm just going to put it out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Stefanos can be suspect. Yep. He sure can. Um, You know, we remember back in the day where Felix actually was kind of like, I like your game. And that that, (laughs) that has flipped, unfortunately, but you never know in this environment, right. if that could once again flip itself. You just never know. Right. And I would right. like to see that. I think he is suspect. I honestly believe that Andre Rublev is suspect. We know Andre yeah. Rublev gets them results at the 500 level, but if it yeah. comes to playing the big boys, I, I, and you know, in like a one match kind of winner takes all type of a format, I don't know if Andre Rublev gets that victory. I really don't. And I honestly think if you put a Nick Kyrgios against a Rublev, I'm going to lean against Nick Kyrgios in this format. I really, really yeah. am. Right. Um, so to me, I think like there's Matt, we talked about Casper Ruud. Um, I just, I just feel like, unfortunately he's, he's, you know, suspect on hardcore. So I think those are possibilities for world. And, you know, I, I, so for me, I think there are chances. Now, I tell you what, the one, the one matchup, weirdly enough, that I do not want to see is I do not want to see Kyrgios against Matteo Berrettini. Because I have a feeling Matteo will get out there and be like, you know what? Ain't nobody scared of you. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of you. You better know I'm trying to be Jim's 2.0. Ain't nobody scared of you. <laughs> and, right. and, and Mateo might might throw that serve and that forehand on Nick Kyrgios like like ain't nobody business. I just right. feel like that that is the one matchup that for me I will I don't think that he goes in w- intimidated whatsoever. Whereas I would see a a Rublev a Cici Paz 
hell, even potentially even Alexander Zverev, I would see them being intimidated by Nick Kyrgios. But who I do not see is uh, uh, is uh, Daniil Medvedev and Matteo Berrettini. I think they they would be relishing to you know the fact to play Nick Kyrgios because they're gonna be like, you know what, son, we we gonna make it legit today. We gonna make it straight right. up legit, and we gonna show you what we got. Tricks are for kids. Tricks are for kids, sir. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, I think it's a lot of the matchups. I think it's the matchups. I think it's going to be who, who, who is able to battle their nerves. And that's the thing. I think Rublev has nerves. I think Pass has nerves. We already know that Medvedev is, is just cold. He just, he ain't, ain't don't nobody phase him. He going to do what he do. And, and I just feel like Mateo well, just, he has that Italian fire. Like you ain't gonna intimidate me, son. Right. I got big game, and I and this is a hardcore too. Right. Uh huh. Bring that. Bring that on. <laughs> and I tell you what, I know Medvedev's gonna be looking like the only other people here that got singles Grand Slam titles are coaches. Huh. <laughs> I'm, I mean, just just keep it real, you know. Just keep so it y'all real. y'all what? y'all not even on my level. So you know. <laughs> I just came through here for the paycheck. Um, right? But it, and I legit beat somebody in the big three. So huh. Right. Straight sex. <laughs> do, we need, do we need to revisit that? No, we'll leave that alone. Yeah, all right. But, huh. but here's the, the other interesting thing. We know that this whole event is about the team dynamic, right? Yes, yes. Now, let's remember. Let's talk Team Europe. CeCe Poss and Medvedev right. ain't got a whole lot of love for each other. They don't got we just up. recently saw beef between CC Pass and Zverev, and Zverev, you know, yep, there ain't no love and remember, there. Kyrgios had already called that out that they don't really like each other, you know. <laughs> right, uh, right. Reb- Rublev is Medvedev's boy, so you know he not standing uh, Stefano CC Pass, <laughs> you know. Pass, right, <laughs> Berrettini, like I don't like none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know? I don't like none of y'all. And Casper sure. just happy to be there, so I exactly. Mean, <laughs> You know, and Bjorn Borg, to me, I'm sorry, just does not impress me. It's the type of captain that's going to get be able no. to rally that energy. That together. No. It, exactly. It, that's a great point, Bryce. You got to speak on it. That is a, such a great point. So is, fortunately, will there be conflicts within right. the Europe team dynamic? But fortunately, since they're just better than Team World, that may not matter. <laughs> <laughs> what time do I have to be on court? Let me go do my thing, and I holler at y'all tomorrow. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. There you go. So, anyway. <laughs> so, if you all could not tell, we are stupid excited for the Labor Cup this <laughs> yes, week. We there. Yes, We're putting we in all kinds of extra narratives and, uh, you know, <laughs> it's good. It's good, y'all. Do not miss Labor Cup, people. I'm trying to tell you. It, in my opinion, is one of the, if not the best tennis tournament of the year. I, I just fully believe that. It's just... It's it's so engaging. Again, it's three days, so it's not very long, and you just get locked in, and there's just all types of good drama, and just, yeah, folks, don't miss it. Don't miss it. And for those of you that may not know the history, this is, you know, part of a brainchild of Roger Federer. And so Roger announced, either today or yesterday, one of the days, that he is not going to be there um, because, you know, he's recovering from surgery and doesn't want to travel and all that kind of good stuff. So he said it's disappointing. He knew that one day he wouldn't 
be able to be at the Labor Cup. He just didn't know it would be this soon. But the good news is he said he is looking mm-hmm. forward to trying to play next year when it's in 2022 in London at the at the O2 Arena. So Love if it. you've got any idea about where Rogers' head is around retirement or maybe not coming back, he's trying to be at the Labor Cup next year. So Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts on that as well, but we'll save that for that. <laughs> so and on that save note. For the after party. Yes. And on that note, we're gonna wrap this episode up and jump over to Instagram Live for our after show. Uh Isaac, any final comments that you have for this week? Uh, you know, I always want to throw out there merch, 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 merch. Yes. Um, you know, we've got our merchandise out there on our website. Um, folks, it's a very, very, we were talking about it earlier today. It's a very efficient process. We got a lot of stuff out there and, uh, you know, we can have it to your door in a matter of minutes. Just get your coins out. <laughs> And shout out to you, Isaac, for, for, you know, taking care of creating that whole situation and stuff. In case y'all didn't know, Isaac is the merch man for Brothers on Tennis. So uh, he did not mention that we have the new Biscuit shirts out yes. there. So um, that is trademark and trademarked and specific to Brothers on Tennis. So uh, all you have to do is listen is to right. one episode of our show and you have heard the term <laughs> Hobiscuit being used. And we plan on uh, sporting those shirts at Indian Wells this year. That is correct. That will be our world premiere of the Hobiscuit sh- uh, shirt. Yes. So, uh, you know, if we get some airtime, you will be seeing them at Indian Wells. Absolutely. And once again, you have on one if you want to approach us at Indian Wells. <laughs> <laughs> that would be correct. <laughs> uh, because otherwise we have to do that whole Mariah Carey thing like, we don't know them. We don't know them. <laughs> anyway, we're getting crazy. So, all right. Well, thank you for that, Isaac. Everyone, enjoy yes, the Labor Cup this weekend and come back next Monday to hear us you know, just really drill down and discuss how the weekend went. So on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Brace. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, take care. <laughs>